Welcome to today's episode of I Get It. Today we're talking about something kind of trendy, which is usually means Westway just doesn't really know much about it. Yeah, and in fact, when you mentioned this to me yesterday, yeah, had no idea. Yeah, what you're talking about. So we're diving into cancel culture and anything to do anything like modern or new you explained it to me when you cancel somebody out yes and so seems real complicated (laughs) i'm a little worried that the topic today is going to turn controversial i don't know i have some pretty bold statements and thoughts about it so i'll let you know don't cancel me out after today's episode here we go welcome to i get it a podcast for the modern woman who doesn't want to live mediocre. We're balancing babies on our hips, typing out that important email and flipping pancakes at the same time. Not to mention, keeping things steamy with our husbands right before we put our face mask on for the night. It's not easy, and you are not alone. I'm your host, Tara Wages, and I get it. Thank you all for joining us today. I am so excited to be here. I am your host, Tira Wages, and this is, gosh, my number one human who has worked, he has not stopped working now for 24 hours, just ripping a ceiling apart. He literally just went home, took a shower, and came here to record this for me. So the hardest working man I know. My height actually came in handy. I was pulling all the nails out, you know, yeah. earlier and like, it was real easy. And I was just thinking, I'm real glad I'm tall. Tallness, he's 6'5". Yeah. Size 16 shoe, but his name is West, West Wages. Wages. Yes. Thank you, bub, for being here today. Thank you for being here. Anytime. Let's talk about canceling, which I still don't understand. Yeah. Um, we are We are going to dive into that. But first, I just wanted to point out on here, if you're watching live, I have neon fingernails. Never in my life have I done this. I always go for ballet pink, and now I'm like spring break 2002. Not even like in high school you didn't have that? No, never in my life. And so I've noticed today talking on Instagram and stories, I'm like talking with my hands a lot. You feel judged? (laughs) No, I don't feel judged. I just feel very like expressive. So if you're watching on YouTube today, if I get a little like handsy, with you just (laughs) just ignore me next week i'll be back to normal with regular fingernails i don't know this is a little fun so we'll see what happens i say keep with the handsy keep be be a little handsy you want you want a handsy woman don't you um sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) well i'm sure how to respond to that And yeah, so like Wes had said, we are talking about cancel culture today. And I'm going to start by defining what that is in case some of you are like my husband, Wes. You define it and I'll clarify. How's that? (laughs) Well, I asked him yesterday, do you know what cancel culture is or whenever? And he was like, no clue. So it is a boycott of a person, usually a public figure or celebrity, but it can also apply to regular people. It is public shaming of a person. And it's typically done because they have either made a comment or they have done something typically racial or homophobic or something like that, but they've done something that is offensive to either one or a group of people. I just thought of the best example. Okay. Maybe not the best, but Roseanne. Roseanne, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember what it was about, but I just remember 
For like sure. Her, she just started a show and then the next day it's like done. Yeah. She made, I believe it was some racist remarks. Yeah. I, I want to say, I don't remember. Roseanne is not my show that I click up whenever I'm getting Typically on. when you're out of town, that's the only thing I watch. So. <laughs> no, it's not. You've never watched Roseanne. <laughs> but other people that have been canceled are Kelly. You know, mm. there's the documentary on Netflix right now about his history with sexual abuse. Bill Cosby. Same thing. Paula Dean was canceled several years ago for some racial remarks that she had made in the past. But more recently, Jenna Kutcher, you know, people were boycotting for Jenna Kutcher, a very prominent business figure, um, Marie Forleo. People were going after Marie Forleo to be canceled and for what? Rachel Hollis. Um, for not taking more of a stance and not being more proactive in her leadership for the Black Lives Matter movement and giving a voice to women within her organization. So you can be canceled for doing something, but then you could also be canceled for not doing anything. You could be canceled for not doing something. You can be canceled for doing something, but doing the wrong thing. You can be canceled for just completely taking a wrong, the wrong stance, you know, from whichever perspective that is for, from the left or the right, mm. you know? Um, yeah, there, there are several things. It's just a people saying, we are, we're done with you. Mm -hmm. And it tends to a be a group of people. It tends to be a group of people. Um, and it, there tends to be like kind of a, a movement behind it. You know, it's, it's actually where people, multiple people comment on their Instagram, like cancel Jenna, cancel Marie, cancel this person. And it becomes kind of like a campaign to cancel that person. Is it, I mean, cause I've never seen that before. Yeah. Is it over, is there people, is it, hmm. Are people overusing it? Like, so are people just saying, oh, Tira didn't go to get her oil changed at the auto dock, so cancel her? You know, so I think that which we are going to dive into the long-term effect of this and, and the troubling parts of it. And some of the things are very serious issues, like R. Kelly, sexual predator, and those types of things. But what's happening is we're seeing in the much younger group, you know, like, teenagers that are on social media, they are doing it towards other people in their generation mm. for, I'm going to say minor infractions, you know, for and obviously things. a smaller group, like a middle school or high school. Right. But what that does to that person's self-esteem, you know, to be canceled is detrimental, mm -hmm. you know, to a 15 year old, you know, because she didn't like the right post or she posted the wrong thing, mm -hmm. you know, um, I, I read a few different articles from teenagers and, and what they were canceled over. And it was very small, like finding out she likes somebody's boyfriend or things like that. And so just that terminology, cancel it, girl. yeah, that verbiage is very, very damaging, hmm. um, when not used correctly. And really at, at any point it's damaging, which is the point of it. The people right. that are saying that, they're saying it with the goal to hurt someone else. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to talk today. I'm actually going to be kind of vulnerable and share some of the things that I have done in my past um, that would cancel me. You know, we're also going to talk about when canceling is okay, how to decide if you should cancel someone and what the long-term effects are. The word just is funny to me. It is funny. And <laughs> I know we're saying it like a thousand only, times. I've only heard this in the last, you know, 24 hours. It was just funny. The word is just like, let's cancel someone, you know. Right, right. And it funny. makes it feel like, I think it's just because like reality TV, you know, and I don't know if it started because like a reality TV show, you know, there was someone there like cancel that show. 
mm-hmm. you know, and that's where the phrase came from. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that's where it's come from. And, yeah. and, you know, it's interesting because some of the things that are coming up now are things that have happened decades ago or a decade ago. Yeah, that, no, and, that's interesting. Yeah. I'd love to yeah, tell a little bit more about that. Some of these things, those people should be held accountable. You know, like I don't care how old you are. If you have sexually abused someone, it doesn't matter if it was one person or 10, pers- 10 people, mm-hmm. you should have accountability yeah. at any point in your life. But then I do also think that there are other areas that people can grow. You know, so much has changed so much has changed even in the last month mm-hmm. educationally and over the last several years that people have had the opportunity to grow versus a decade earlier. And so um, we were watching Just Mercy this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and Great film. Excellent. If you haven't watched it yet, it's free on Amazon Prime until July 1. But even if you miss that mark, pay for it. It is worth you paying, especially because they offered it for free for so long. Um, and I was watching that and I was like uncontrollably weeping. And and my body was like almost wanting to just break down watching it because it was about an Alabama case um, of men that were serving on death row that were innocent or that had mental handicaps that caused them to do things that they truly were, they should have been in a hospital. Mm. And it took me back to being in sixth grade. And I can remember just like being in my classroom and just so adamant of like, yes, we should have the death penalty. Yes, if these people have killed someone, we should kill them. Yes, like they deserve to die. However they did it, did it. Like so passionate about the death penalty. And then watching this movie that they're not and just realizing that we are talking about a group of people that have had zero representation, that have had zero help, that had, this is what's mind blowing, that had witnesses, like 25 witnesses showing that they were innocent and the courts didn't listen to them solely based on the color of their skin. And so seeing that perspective of it, oh my, it, it, it hurt me so bad to know that I ever had that perspective at all, you know, and I know that I was young. I was in sixth grade. I, I probably had that perspective until I was older. I don't remember, but um, th- that I ever even thought those ways, you know, and now I know better. Um, another thing, the, the first time Camille Bennett, who was on an episode a few weeks ago, came and spoke to me about privilege and microaggressions. I rolled my eyes. I I was like, that does not apply to me because I work for everything. You know, I was very arrogant in that moment. You're like, I have black friends. I have black friends. I'm a good white person. I work hard. I don't have privilege. I grew up in a trailer, you know, like all of the things I tuned her out Mm -hmm. um, because I just I wasn't buying it at that time. I was so wrong and I again apologize, but like those are the things that people are now being canceled over that same type of attitude. Um, And that was me. That was me six years ago. And I take full ownership of that. Another thing up until the age of 21, I was pretty homophobic. Um, I definitely thought that being gay was a choice. I believed that, you know, 
people should be held to my standard and my own, like I'm a Christian. And so I'm called to be heterosexual. And so everyone should be heterosexual and, and all of those things. And, and I, I definitely, I'm sure I've made remarks. I can't specifically remember, but I, I know that I have mm. until I had a very, very close friend who was outed by someone else. It was not their choice to come out. And I watched their struggle and the amount of money they spent on therapy trying, trying to change. And and it just changed me. I realized in that moment that they were born. like, And I believe that with my whole heart. And I won't say that for all gay people with the culture that we're in, but I do believe that there is a large percentage of our gay population that were, that were born gay. And... Some of y'all right now, y'all are like, mm, canceling you <laughs> just for making that statement. But that is what I believe. And and I would love to have a conversation with you about that if you disagree with me. And it's okay to disagree with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've made those remarks, you know. And, and so I have been on the side of things that now many people are saying no. You know, you said that, we're done with you. You made those comments we will not listen to you anymore. And, and I've seen the goal. Yeah, I just want to say, like, I think that's ludicrous, right? When uh, in, in college, I thought it was pretty cool. One of my professors uh, required us to get on Twitter. I guess Twitter was big at the time. I yeah. Mean, it still is to a certain group. Um, required us to get on Twitter and follow five people who disagreed with, a, with our... Ooh. Um, stance? What's the word? Yeah, just stance. Um, just ethically that we are morally that we disagreed with. Yeah. I thought that was really smart. You know what I mean? It's like saying, hey, I'm actually going to learn a little bit more because so often we're just so close-minded because of the way we're brought up. For sure. Whatever our parents think, oh, we're going to think the same thing. Right. I think there's so many, especially, I don't want to say especially in the South, but I just feel like so many people are like, whatever mama and papa say, it's true. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And you get to a point in your life where you say, oh, wait a minute, like they're human beings. They're broken. Yeah. Um, not maybe not everything they're saying and doing is is Bible, you know. Right. So uh, it comes to a point where you get it. So I think it's just really good to challenge your mind to say, "Oh, this person may disagree with me on that, and that's okay because I don't have to believe what they believe." Right. You know, I can have my own view. Right. Um, but I can still listen. For sure, and and love each other, and um, and have the common ground on the things that you do have common ground on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really cool assignment that your professor gave you. Yep. Um, and so realizing now the, the changes I've made in my own life. And again, exactly with what Wes said just then, I'm not trying to get you to come to my side about every issue, you know, like that's not what I'm sitting here doing. I'm sharing things that I used to believe that I have since changed my mind on. And, and I have seen the changes in myself. And so who are we to say that someone three years ago that made a comment could not grow and become better. And so now let's talk about when then is it okay to cancel somebody? When is it okay to say, okay, I'm done with you and what that should look like. So I think um, that it is okay to cancel when someone has personally done something that attacks you. Um, when it is a like something specific for you, um, at that point, it is okay for you to separate yourself. Like, and I just want to clarify. So, when you say cancel, is this like, um, is it strictly through social media? Because, um, no, like, not if you were to say, like, uh, Wes, I'm canceling you because you didn't make me breakfast this morning. Yeah. Right. That's just you and I. It's like I'm like, okay, cool. Right. But it doesn't mean anything unless you post about it, right? 
Yes and no. And so I, I, I'm viewing canceling now. Like, I think that we need to get away from the whole social media movement about it. I think that is so damaging, but I think that people can even just do this to regular people, you know, and, and by canceling, like I'm viewing this right now as like, I'm cutting you off. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have nothing to do with you anymore. Um, I'm not going to shop at your store anymore because I don't align with what you are producing. Mm-hmm. And so if, I would I draw that line where um, they have done a an attack on you, whether it is on your the color of your skin, it is on your um, gender, it's it's on something that you identify with. Then I could consider that a personal attack against you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is when I think that, that that is okay. I still do not think marketing campaigns and movements against those people that have done things in the past are okay. And that's what I was going to say next. Um, I think it's important for us to look at a group or an organization as a whole. So when we're debating, okay, where do I stand with this organization? Okay. They don't align with me in this area. What, how does that damage me personally? Yes or no. Okay. No, it does not. It's still not something that I align with, you know, but what are they doing for humanity. I try to look at the big picture and not one comment or one thing that a person does. Um, and also, have we seen change or have we seen ownership of mistakes, you know? And so Jenna Kutcher, who is a very, very popular business blogger, podcaster of the Gold Digger podcast, um, she, in 2017, made some very privileged Um, racial bias remarks, you know, and since then has done a lot of work to have growth, you know, and a lot of people are angry at her for something that happened in 2017 and she's come out and apologized, but they're still saying "Mm, your apology is not good enough. Mm. And so at what point are, can we just accept somebody's apology? Like at what point did an apology no longer become good enough by someone's standards? Yeah. And so, but by her stepping out and taking that ownership and saying, I was wrong, I've learned, and this is now what I'm doing moving forward, I can continue to support that person, you know? And and another influencer that I followed when all of this happened right after George Floyd's murder, how she was handling things was bad. Like it was really bad. And she is my favorite influencer. And I told Wes, I was like, I think I'm about to have to unfollow her, even though she's my favorite, because she is handling this so poorly. But she didn't. But I didn't because I wanted to see what she was going to do. And I was able then to watch her open her eyes, open her ears and make active change Mm. and give her that grace to know, okay, you were where I was a few years ago and now you're putting your money, you're putting your activism, like you are putting energy in being better. And so if I had just cut her off immediately, then I wouldn't have gotten to be able to see that happen. Now, if she had not continued, if she had continued to be deaf to people trying to educate her, then yes, I I would have cut her off at that point Um, because I want to see that someone is growing and someone with a platform is trying to be better and is trying to support and love all communities. And so by not canceling someone out immediately, you're able to see the growth that happens and the grace that they deserve. So let me ask you this. I mean, that was somebody, an influencer, 
um, who spoke out in the wrong way. Yes. Had a lot of backlash for that. Yeah. Learned uh, in some way and now she's better on the other side. Yeah. So what if there is someone who just doesn't speak up? And I struggled with that as well. There were a few organizations that I was watching that did not speak up at all. And really depending on what they were, who they were, I have unfollowed people over the last few weeks. Because they didn't say anything? Um, Some of which were a mixture of because they didn't say anything and because all that they became to me in that moment. So sorry. I feel like this is about to be offensive. All they became were white women flaunting their stuff. Um, Which is, it's a business, right? It's a business and that is fine, but I just don't have space for that. I just, I I personally don't have space for it right now. And, um, And I think that what they are doing is great, but here's the difference. In no way was I like, let's cancel you because you're not speaking out and you're not making a difference. I just quietly hit a button. And that was it, you yeah. know, like that's not a big deal. And so I think that that is the movement that we should be moving forward. If you don't like how someone is handling something, there's a very easy button to, to press instead of creating a marketing campaign to ruin someone's life. Now, if that influencer was getting on there and saying, you know, like, keep the monuments, keep like, let's destroy these people, you know, like speaking out very hateful language that I don't even want to like say because it bothers me so bad. Um, then that is different. Then that is a place where you can, I would privately message them like, Hey, here are some resources. Here are some things that you can learn from Mm -hmm. in in a loving way. Um, I've just, I'm not for the whole cancel a person because people are people, you know? One of the the thoughts that I have had is as far as the racial injustice aspect of what we are all experiencing right now, um, I don't think that white folks have a whole lot of room to be creating campaigns to cancel other white celebrities or influencers over things that have happened over the last few years prior to right now dealing with the racial injustice specifically movement, black lives matter movement yes for example jimmy kimmel and jimmy fallon both did blackface in earlier parts of this decade or the last decade for snl skits and while that we know is wildly inappropriate and completely not okay we know that today 10 years ago it was not as publicized that that was harmful or I doubt Saturday Night Live would have put it out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for the black community, if they are like, yeah, I'm done with you. I don't ever want to do anything to you again. I support that. Mm -hmm. You know, if they do not want to watch their show, I totally support that. But as a white person, I have no room to throw a stone at them. But can you side with the black, like a black individual? Yes, but but under you can side with them and say, yeah, I see what you're saying. But, but you I can't hashtag need, cancel Jimmy Fallon. I, I have no room to hashtag cancel Jimmy Fallon because I don't know. Because I, I think that like that, and I don't know this because I'm not black, but I would feel like I would feel support from my white allies. Yeah, but I have no room to do that. I have no room to say cancel you when just in 2014, I had a black woman sitting in front of me sharing her life and I was like, homegirl, I don't, I don't buy it. Mm-hmm. I have no room to say anything. And so no, as a white person, I don't think 
that I could publicly speak out to cancel him without the expectation of other people also doing that to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I do, I think that that is the difference right now. I, I do think that today, if Jimmy Kimmel came out today in blackface, then yeah, as a white person, I can say, uh, uh, I don't align with that. And in fact, our favorite ice cream store in Huntsville was just shut down. The franchise re- took away their their ownership because they spoke out on Facebook within the last few weeks with racist remarks. And as much as I hate that because I love that ice cream, I can support that. Yeah, even though it's our favorite ice cream, we're going to have to drive a lot further. It's like, yeah, they should be called out for they, that and the drastic measures. Because in today's climate, if you were listening to this podcast, you really don't have an excuse to not to not open your ears. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And to recognize what is happening in the world. If you are still living under a rock, then you're behind. You know, um, where 10 years ago, we didn't have the dialogue. We didn't have the education. We didn't have the books and the resources that we do today. That doesn't mean it wasn't painful for our black community Mm -hmm. then. That doesn't mean that. But it does mean that as white people, we now know better than we did 10 years ago. So there has to be a level of grace. Which brings me to my next point is if we want vulnerability, if we want people like, like I'm talking about on Instagram, I don't want to see the fluff right now. You know, I don't want to just see the beauty and everything right now. I want vulnerability. I want realness. And I hear from other women that we want it too. Then we need to extend more grace because the people are so afraid of doing it wrong. They're so afraid of speaking out and getting it wrong that it is easier to be fake than it is to be real. You know, I, I spoke about Rachel Hollis um, on last week or the week before his episode, um, who said we were struggling in our marriage for three years and now we're getting a divorce. And it shocked a million people who followed her. Um, and it's because during that season, she was so afraid to be vulnerable about the, the hardness of what she was experiencing because we are so short to just cut you off when you get it wrong. Oh, you're struggling. I'm done with you. You know, if I had stopped following that influencer um, when she messed up that first time, that's not me giving her grace. You know, it's me waiting to see if she's going to get it right while I see other women stepping in and educating her. Is she going to listen to them or not? And she did. I think it's super important if you don't see anybody else stepping up and educating them. You do it. You do it. Yes. And I had planned, I I had thought about, because she's someone I've met multiple multiple times at this point i've sat next to like i she knows who i am at this not point. rachel hollis it's not rachel hollis I, rachel does not know who i am or care um and so yeah i would have felt comfortable saying something to her and um but we're saying we want real but then when somebody shows you a mistake or they show you a struggle today's society we're like eh, you're out cancel i'm done And so we need to be so much better about extending grace to other people. And then I want to briefly talk about what the long-term effects of continuing to have this mindset is. One of my goals with this podcast today is that this is the last time I ever say the word cancel. (laughs) You know, like, I think it is so detrimental to have this kind of mindset that we're just like turning humans off. You know what I mean? Um, And so what I think that that will do by making that habit 
one, it does infect employees. You know, when we cancel a business or an organization because they've done something, they have however many people that work for them that fall under all different types of ethnicities and, you know, sexualities that by just canceling that organization, we are now hurting a lot of people, you know, um, to making a habit of dismissing people. Um, it's, who's to say like, okay, well now you just get so used to, so-and-so did something wrong, done, done, done. Now your friend has done something wrong. I'm done with you. And that's, I've personally experienced that. You know, I've personally had someone who didn't align with me on a specific topic. Much of what we're like, we're talking about today. She didn't agree and she cut me out of her life. And that was one of the more painful things that I've ever that I've gone through as an adult and now it's been worked through, but it was months of just turmoil and you just should have been done as communication and education. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, and so just by having that type of mindset of just being so quick to dismiss someone, then we bring that into our personal relationships and we bring that into our marriages. Um, and I really do think that this mindset will affect marriages down the road of like, We're just getting in the habit of not giving grace. Ultimately, that's what it is. Not offering forgiveness when forgiveness is deserved and then not saying that an apology is good enough, you know, when we don't know, especially when it's coming from behind a screen. And so I think today, in today's climate, in today's world, if we want true healing and we want true unity, I think that we need to extend grace and extend love and recognize that we will not align with every single issue. Wes and I actually do not align perfectly on every single issue. I know you just have to say that because we're doing the podcast. That's know. not true. We, we really, I mean, before <laughs> you even sat down, we were talking about something oh, yeah. that we disagree about, you Happens know? Quite often. And, and that's okay because I can see him as a whole person and know his heart and he can see me as a whole person and know my heart. And I think that that is what we need to do as a whole is start looking at individuals I do draw that line, though, where when someone specifically hurts you, I don't believe you need to have someone. I will not have someone in my home making racial remarks around my children. Mm -hmm. That is where my line is drawn. I'm not going to start a marketing campaign to in that person's business, you know, but I can make the choice of who's in my home and who is active in my life on a daily basis. And that is where I see extending the grace, offering the education and seeing a person as a whole. Yeah. I think a practical step in that is having a uh, phone communication or meeting in person. Yeah. Like when where possible, but a lot of this stuff is celebrities are online or corporations. So you don't have that capability. Everybody has a phone number. Do you know what I mean? Like, and if you're a celebrity that needs it, you know what I mean? If you see that in yourself, maybe just open your mind and listen. Which Hannah Brown, um, who bachelorette, she, and this was just a month and a half ago. This was right before all of this happened. She was rapping on her Instagram, Instagram live and said the N word and, and it was in the rap song. And she was immediately called out, of course, and stepped back, did a reflection. And then how she handled that was then she did education over a few weeks, went quiet over a few weeks and then came back and did an Instagram live. So it, it felt like a face-to-face moment of this is what I've learned. This is how I've grown. This is how I pledge to do better. Mm-hmm. And that is really effective, you know, yeah. but people still were like, that apology is not good enough. And to those people, we, you're, you're, sorry, you're in the wrong. 
you're, you're, you are. Um, and I'm not saying that our black community should, has to support her, but as a white person, I'm no worse or no better than Hannah Brown. I've been there and screwed I think up. You're much better. <laughs> no, she's bomb and screwed up in similar ways, you know? Mm-hmm. So that is it. Yeah, I hope that that was Thanks for interesting. educating me today. I, you're welcome. I hope that we can completely get this terminology out of our society so we can all grow to be better and, and to offer that grace when needed and earned. So if you would like to continue this conversation, or there's a good chance I said something today that offended you, <laughs> you can definitely reach out to me on Instagram at Tierra Wages. And I would love to just have a dialogue with you one-on-one about whatever that issue is. And it's mm-hmm. okay to disagree. Yeah. So thank y'all so much for being here. Please leave a review. You can find that through the I iTunes podcast or the podcasting app. Just podcasts. Yep. And you can like or subscribe on YouTube. And I know that life is a little crazy. And there are days that you feel a little crazy, especially when you're realizing that you too have done something in the past and are now trying to figure out how to be better. Hmm. But you are not alone. I get it. Be happy and love each other. Peace.